Welcome back, guys. Angie and Renee podcast has been a minute again. <laughs> yeah, listen, work gets in the way. <laughs> Our schedules are all fucked up right now, but... Pretty sure most people can relate since you need two jobs and no sleep to survive. Pretty much at this point. But today we have a special guest, Rebecca. Hello. We have uh, Angie's wife here with us today. Angie, you want to say a little sign sign? Yeah. So, uh, as we know, we love to put people on the show that I admire in their own right. And uh, today we are talking specifically about dogs, adoptions, all sorts of things that my wife has a <laughs> lot of, ex- like, a lifelong experience. Um, so, and a why not? Yeah, no, passion for, you know, she Big wants, passion. To, wants to be an AOC mm-hmm. officer, so... And yeah. I support it, because, I mean, I'm down. I want to move to the Midwest, and then you can bring us home giraffes and all kinds of shit people, sh- <laughs> people shouldn't be owning, but we will. <laughs> That's not a lie, though. It's not That'd be kind of dope. Yeah, they own panthers, all kinds of shit. Like, everyone's okay. watching that. Uh, I want a red panda. I mean, in New York, you can. <laughs> you do, but you don't. Trust me, you don't. All right. But, yeah, so today we have Rebecca, and we're going to be talking a lot about her job and what she does, um, volunteer work, if you do any volunteer work. Uh, some now, some now. Yeah. Um, mostly for pay. Yeah, and you do work at a shelter pay. too, right? Yes. I work for New Britain Animal Control. I'm their kennel manager and I work for, uh, I mean, I'll shout out my other place, my dog's daycare in Avon, which is just a boarding facility with daycare, uh, portions to it like the dogs stay all day and get picked up and we just kind of take care of them but that being said there are all levels like you've done home care you do overnight sitting for people i think half of our dates when we first started dating were overnights at people's houses that are on vacation do they have a hot tub that's what i need to know yes nice nice most of the time they do well let's get a little bit into how you and aj met and you know how start at the basics <laughs> the very bottom let's go from there and work our way up how long you guys been now you're the talker go ahead oh, i'm the talker uh i mean june 3rd we'll be together six years but we've been married almost three nice and yeah. we met online uh. <laughs> yeah before people go knocking those online dates, i met my wife online so oh that's good yeah. So now, three years married, and you've always had a passion in animals? Yeah, she basically met that idea of me through, I was on the phone with her one morning, and I'm like, yeah, so how's your day going? And she's like, where the fuck did you go? I'm like, well, I was chasing a dog down the street, and it happened to go back to his house, so happy ending. Because <laughs> I'm that crazy person. She thinks dogs are loose in the road, and then they run <laughs> back home, and they're like, bitch, my yard, why are you bothering me? What? That's a happy ending. I keep dog food. She's like, is that dog loose? Crate in my car. Jumps out the car. Like, what? What are you doing? <laughs> There's animal carriers in your trunk. <laughs> well, remember that day I brought Drake over and he got loose. <laughs> Rebecca did not give up. She was more passionate than you. You're like, fuck like, it. The dog will come back. <laughs> my God, it is what it is. <laughs> my feet were fucked up that day. Ran out barefoot. Yeah, you, you took off. Well, because the neighbor watched your dog run out of the yard. And I was like, did you see a dog leave? He goes, yeah. I'm like, what direction? He goes, I don't know. And I was like, you're so lucky I can't punch you. A dog ran by. (laughs) It's over there somewhere. 
we could have jumped on the ring community and all of our neighbors would have been like, there's, yes. there's a dog running through people's yards. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, well, we got him eventually back. Yay. <laughs> but God. let's start with where uh, you grew up with animals, right? Like, yes. your mom is a vet tech and mm-hmm. brings home every disabled animal on the planet. <laughs> she runs a hospice care for dogs out of her house. Wow. Yes. Yeah, we were like how you dogs, said you did. One-eyed dogs. When you were growing up on no Halloween, dogs. we used to charge people to instead of get candy, they would like come and see the birds because we had like fourteen birds, eight cats, four camp. dogs, like, and people would drop off their like squirrels and what wild birds to us because when my mom was a tech at Fine and I mean she's back at Fine Animal Hospital, but uh. She used to work with Animal Kingdom, which is now out of service, and it does rehabilitation for wildlife. Yeah. So she used to bring home all the wildlife, too, and we'd raise them and then set them free. Damn. <laughs> That's a lot of animals in one house. All yeah. at the same time? They have, like, my parents 12 birds on their Damn. porch with, like, all sorts of disabilities. You mm-hmm. got the one-legged bird, the one-winged bird, the... <laughs> One eye bird, birds. the half beak bird. <laughs> yeah, it? he didn't have a top beak because a macaw ripped it off. Yeah. So you've been around animals pretty much your whole life then? Yeah, I've worked at parrot rescues. We used to do birds of prey. My dad worked with uh, rehabilitating eagles. Wow. Uh, he works for a pest management control. Like My entire being is animal. <laughs> Damn. I do like your no-tooth dog. Joey is one of my favorites. <laughs> he has no teeth. He kept biting people, so they took all of his teeth out, which is kind of fucked up, but uh, now he'll just gum you to death. His tongue just hangs out his mouth. Oh, He's God. He's cute. Yeah, but that basically is it. Any dog that people wouldn't typically adopt because it had medical issues or it was geriatric <laughs> ended up being our dog or our cat because nobody else would take care of it. Yeah. Don't get birds. They live forever. Those things are like fifty now. I don't know. My baby mom killed her parrot. <laughs> our dog, our birds Send lived through an electrical his fire. baby mom's house. They'll they'll survive. Oh, they don't like birds. Well, that's so cool. anyway. So that carried over into your adult life, obviously, because you yes. still carry. I really wish you'd stop blowing that. Oh, I'm so, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm like the vape smells fucking terrible. Oh, I love this flavor. <laughs> oh my god, but it's so gross secondhand. Oh Let's god. My face. Anyway, yeah. so yes, it obviously carried over into your adult life. Yes, and uh, it's something that you want to do. So you're trying to be an ACO. Yes. And what does that stand for? Animal control officer mm-hmm. for the police department. So yes. you're technically a cop, but not really a cop. You carry a gun. Mm-hmm. Nice to shoot dogs with okay no 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 it is not for shooting dogs that is an absolute complete last resort it doesn't happen most of the time and the reason why we get multiple calls about roaming dogs is if a dog is that vicious that the officer cannot get it we'll go from using a regular lead which is just a rope that has a P at the end because with a stick. It's a fish. Hunt. Yeah, you get you get the stick at the yeah. end of it, like in the dog catcher movies, because then the animal can't lunge at you while you're walking it. But they will let the dog roam and calm down and try and catch it again. They don't shoot them. Max, they might try to tranquilize it, but they don't go around shooting dogs. That's not a thing. That's not their protocol. I, not a thing. So I'm getting the guns more for like 
bobcats, bears, scare them well, off yeah. or something like that. Coyotes. Is wildlife part of an AOC's job? No. We are not supposed to deal with wildlife. Like, so I got a call, I call about it. You would call wildlife services. Our the extension is, <laughs> yeah. is dogs. Like, people will call about the coyotes in New Britain. We're going to tell you to go inside, make a lot of noise, and leave it alone. And if yeah. it doesn't go away or it looks rabid, you're calling wildlife or you'll call us and we'll call wildlife. But we're not trained for large wildlife. Max that they're going to deal with, like, sadly, the worst part of my job with... Um, Coons. Yes. With, <laughs> with animal control is I have to pick up the roadkill on the side of the roads. If it's a deer... I don't bother with it because it's too big for me to put in my truck. So wildlife services has to come and deal with it. And the only time a officer is going to shoot an animal is if it is suffering. Basically, a deer or something large, and it's suffering because you're just, the state's not going to pay yeah. for that vet bill. It's not somebody's animal. They really don't worry about it. So if it's that fucked up, they're going to shoot it. But I don't personally care. Like I have my gun license, but I'm not allowed to carry a weapon at my position. Not yet. So they have to do it. That's the only time they really shoot something. That's not bad. So, I think a educational lesson of that part of the conversation is knowing who to call or what to call. There's lots of people that don't know anything like you know. Um, You get calls from people that think you know all of their stuff and you're like, no, that's not part of my job. (laughs) Say I'm getting attacked by a fox. Who am I calling? Not me. Oh, damn. You're first <laughs> off, fend, fend for yourself. <laughs> Secondly, if it bites you, I'd call the hospital. Yes. <laughs> You're calling wildlife services, which is easily Googled. I don't have the number on me. No, so it once it attacks people. you, I'm like, listen, yeah. this fox came out of nowhere. It just viciously, ferociously attacked me. I'm calling wildlife. And yeah. they're going to come get that freaking radio. Well, it's like that video with the old lady that the fox attacked her. That fox, <laughs> if I'm thinking of the same video, it had uh rabies yes animals do not typically just run out of nowhere yeah. and assault you they're more afraid of you than they than we are of it Sex. they don't want anything like to we do have with foxes us. i've never seen them yeah. because they are evasive <laughs> as shit I've i'm like i know foxes. we have them yeah. i know we have something that lives underneath this shed we're in yeah. right now we have bobcats we saw them like last week oh they yeah foxes just bears walking in so your yard. So wildlife. I mean, how long is that going to take, though, for them to Listen, get Listen, you don't want bears? Yeah. Get rid of your bird feeders. Yes. I love birds, but, like, I wanted to see some pretty birds in my yard until the bears were in my backyard. And I'm like, yeah. you know what? These got to go. Listen. Our town's mama bear does not want to leave. <laughs> <laughs> She's still here. Yeah. All right. At the end, though, so there's different people you call then. Yes. So possums, raccoons, rats, you? Snakes? See, that's a 50-50. That show that just came out with Joel McHale. Oh, the animal cop. <laughs> yeah. Show. Uh, the officers I work with hate that show because it's not true. Yeah. We don't Well, they basically make them, them out alive. to be goofy retards. Of course that's they would too. deny that. Yeah, you can't yeah. say that. <laughs> Sorry. PR nightmare. Yeah. So mentally goof, challenged. goofy, mentally challenged folks. There you go. Um, if they're alive... I grew up different. We Sorry, folks. Can, we like have traps to set, but we predominantly don't deal with wildlife. That's still a wildlife call. So if you report it to us and you need them removed, you're going to either call pest management, like my father's company is J.P. McHale. It's not out here in a CT yet. Which is weird because that's but, the same name of the freaking people in the show. Yeah, exactly. The McHales, <laughs> the McHales own that company. It's a family company. Like but, McHale, um, AOC. And I was like, yeah. that's weird. 
I've heard that. We before. deal with dogs and cats. Pest management deals with like foxes, possums, catching like squirrels, Red whatever. Freaking termites. Yeah, like all it. of that crap. Anything Bees, like that. That's not my that's problem. Them. <laughs> and then if you're calling about bobcats or coyotes or like, and it needs to be either relocated or it's injured they're who you call like we don't deal with removing wildlife we're just not equipped for it we're not trained for it the wildlife services works with the epa so they have jurisdiction to actually trap and relocate those animals we legally can't do shit about that yeah because listen the epa (laughs) comes out because environmental protection services Mm -hmm. has to tell them where they're allowed to move it Exactly. Like, you can't put it somewhere else where, like, you risk throwing <laughs> off its whole stuff. Yes. You're like, this thing just had babies. You're going to move it. Where the hell are its babies? We got to mm-hmm. find them. Oh, hell no. Yeah, they... I'm they just thinking about snakes coming. right now all over the place. Yeah, I'm not going in your house for a snake. <laughs> nope. Like, I'm not afraid of snakes, but I would only come get it if it was dead. Oh, and no, I'm somebody reported it. <laughs> I hate snakes. Nope, can't do it. Can't I do love it. snakes. I like snakes. They're nope. fine as long as they're not like any type of desert snake. I'm good as long as they're not mm. venomous. No copper. And then I'm not. Yeah, I'm not messing with no type of venomous snake. Hence oh, why no. we live in New England, there's... and I like it that there's one type of deadly snake here. Copperheads. As soon as you go anywhere outside of the New England area, <laughs> it turns into six, seven, or mm. nine different species yeah. of venomous snakes mm-hmm. and spiders and scorpions. Mm-hmm. You can keep all those on the East Coast. Any desert climate. Oh, desert. Yeah. Yeah, but have you seen banana spiders? My family's like, move yeah. to Mexico. I'm like, absolutely not. No, hell no. Houses are cheap. I could buy a house two times the size of mine in Texas. Yes. In California, we but have I'm black widows. That, that's crazy. Yeah. Those things are nasty. Fuck that shit. Yeah, pretty much. Hell no. I'm sorry, I'd be throwing shoes California, at it. Please die. <laughs> California still has five deadly snakes that live there. Now, have you seen that meme where the house is burning down and the little girl is like looking back, like, heh, heh, the spider's dead? That would be our house. <laughs> like a mountain rattler and a couple other fucking shits on top of the copperhead because copperheads are in California also. Mm-hmm. Damn. <laughs> and rattlesnakes. Yeah. That's what I said. You have a bunch of them over there, too. Anywhere it's warm. Anywhere it's warm and nice, they live. Well, even in upstate New York, we don't walk through where I took you fishing in Kingston. We don't walk through the woods without a stick because it's not for walking. It's for moving the debris and the leaves out of the way so you don't step on one because there are poisonous ones out there. Screw that. I am good. That's why I stay home. So stay away from wildlife. (laughs) Check. Yes. (laughs) So, um, there's, there's a lot of things that have been going on between both of your jobs. Yeah. Uh, you said you also do the dog daycare, which a lot of people pay for that bougie service of, uh, wash my dog, clip my dog, take care of my dog, walk my dog. Is that on a daily basis? Yeah. People leave their dogs there for weeks. Really? Like, I'm on vacation. Oh, damn. Yeah. That's where they they turn sleeping overnight there. Like they're there all day. Oh, I couldn't do that. Well, with the with the dog daycare, it's a little easier because um, when I work when I work in New York, I work for New Haven Pet Sitting, which is uh, my my friend's uh, business, and she does the transportation. She has the dogs in her personal house, and she'll she do takes them the doctors. Visits. Yeah, she does everything under the sun. Yeah. At this daycare, we do half that. The dogs are checked in in the morning. They either stay for the full day or they don't. And if they board, we feed them. 
We do light obedience training, daycares like that. I like people just have to understand they're not training facilities. You have to hire a trainer for training purposes. We do pack management, which is a different type of training. It's yeah. socialization training. Exactly. It's basically like putting kids in school so they learn how to act right. Yeah. That's what we do. We manage up to about 70 dogs sometimes at a time. Damn, that's a lot. And that's a lot different than dealing with five dogs. Looks like a moving ocean of fur <laughs> yeah. when she sends videos. Anyone that watches them knows. But just like kids, dogs need it too. And an important question we'll ask you when you apply for or when you apply for your dog to go to the daycare, we're not accepting any dog at all. Like the pound, we take dogs in that are strays and we take dogs in that are issues to the public. They're considered But just like your dangerous. kids. If your kids like are super bad and not potty yeah. trained, they ain't taking your kids to preschool. Day, yeah. Exactly. <clears throat> if you want to go to a daycare, a smart daycare is going to do an evaluation first. Yeah. So the way we do it is you'll bring your dog in and you're allowed to be present for the evaluation. But that depends on your behavior because the dog's going to read your emotions. So like with my dog's evaluation, his anxiety was already there. He has... Um, PTSD problems from being previously abused and my anxiety of knowing how he acts because he was so new was going to affect that evaluation in a negative way. So I didn't go in my own dog's evaluation. And sometimes it is better to leave your dog alone because they're not with you all day anyway. You don't want a dog that has separation anxiety out the wazoo. That's not helpful to them. They're going to be stressed the whole time and we'll slowly trickle in different dogs and that's not even a simple process either. You have to pick dogs that have seniority in the group and who comes off as the pack leader. And then you want to test also dogs that are just the doofy, super energetic ones and different sizes. So we're very specific on what dogs actually will go into your evaluation. And the way your dog responds to them depends on whether they get into that pack or not. Because any daycare can take your dog, but not every daycare's pack can accept your dog. Yeah. And that's more important than getting the business of you bringing your dog there. Okay. You don't Makes want your sense. dog to become vicious and attack other yeah. dogs. <laughs> mm-hmm. And you now, have insurance nightmares. Now, I do have a yeah. question, though. <laughs> I want to go back to your your dad has uh, pest control. Mm-hmm. Now, what? why didn't you go in the same business with him? Because I don't do tight spaces. Okay. And I hate bugs. He has to crawl into crawl spaces, attics, deal with bats and bugs and set traps. And he makes good money. He's met a lot of really high-powered people through it. But I am not crawling through (laughs) a disgusting basement and setting traps for your spiders. It's just not happening. Not your thing, pretty much. (laughs) I mean, it makes... I mean, everybody has their thing. Are you more passionate? I mean... For what you're working for right now, do you, is that more of your passion than the pest control part? I know you say you, you don't like it, but... Well, I, I, I don't deal with it at all in my job anyway. Yeah. That's not a part of... The most I do with pest control is cleaning up roadkill and spraying animal-safe bug spray around the properties. Because my dogs will get ticks. They're outside kennels. Yeah. They have half inside, half outside. So it's very hard to keep bugs out of their kennels because they're sitting in kind of half the elements outside to go to the bathroom. That's the most ideal with bugs. But I've worked with all kinds of animals from your basic cat and dog to exotics. 
and I'd like to move into exotics. So you want to be but more dogs with are the my animals. profession. Okay, that's what I know the most about, and that's what you're trying to work more towards. Exactly. Okay, that makes sense. I mean, dogs are cute. They're cute, but I don't know. They're just better to work with than people. <laughs> well, they're just like people. <laughs> they are. They talk back. They have emotions. Yeah. They have feelings. Especially but huskies. They're just better looking. Huskies really do have emotions towards everything. And I've seen a lot of videos on TikTok because I'm a TikTok addict. <laughs> and the way the Huskies react to the owners getting mad or the owners being sad or, you know, any kind of emotional part that comes out from their human, mm-hmm. they pretty much just get it. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's crazy. A I mean, it's... Too. Okay, I was just about to add like that happens dogs. with a lot of dogs. Yeah, your your dog reads your emotions. Yeah. They're, they're like the least judgmental thing on the planet. Like, if you feel sad, they feel sad. If you feel scared, they feel scared. And that's a big thing about training is muting your emotions to a point. Yeah. Because that was part of my learning process with Zeus. Was, And Zeus is like a blue healer cattle dog mix. So his yeah. identity is herd... As an H-E-R-D, don't hurt, herd, <laughs> herd, and he's just insanely intelligent. I didn't need to do any training with him, but they're very stubborn breeds, and knowing, just knowing your dog's problems, my anxiousness with how he might react makes him react worse. Yeah. If I don't find there's a problem, he doesn't find there's a problem. If I act like something's going to happen, he's going to act like something's going to happen. Okay. Yeah, Drake was the same breed, too. Mm-hmm. He looked like a mini Zeus. Yeah, he did. <laughs> they would have been buddies at one point. No, yeah, I mean, he's he's come a long way. He's a great example. He hates men. Yeah, Zeus so scares the hell out of me. <laughs> he, he only likes scares two men in his... Well, three men in his life. That's it. Right now, he scares me. Especially that time I saw him in the basement. <laughs> nope, never again. Definitely. Never again. What happened? Huh? Oh. Just keep the door open. Um, so now you've been with New Britain for how long? I've only been with New Britain since February. February. And how has it been going though? Everything's good. Oh, I love that job. Yeah. That job, I actually feel like I'm doing something worth my time. It's my lowest paying job, but it's the most rewarding job. Yeah. Because you deal with all kinds of situations there. And because I work directly with the officers, I get to like learn about the job I think I want. Yeah. Before I even get there. Okay. That's awesome, though. Not a lot of people have jobs that they love going to. You, I mean, it seems like you love going to every morning. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's no problem waking up for that job. I mean, it sucks to pick up roadkill. Like, I mean, that is sad. Like, yesterday, some psychopath dropped off a deflated carcass of a dog in a box. And I have to go pick that up. Like, it's yeah. upsetting as hell. It's not a. It's not fun. But to be able to work in the pound with dogs that people are saying are vicious or how there's a stigma about pit bulls, I build relationships with those dogs to train them to be able to go with other people. And just to see the change in them is just really awesome. And they're all sweet. And I just like dogs. So Yeah. Honestly, (laughs) (laughs) honestly, I feel the same way about pits. I had two pits pits of my own. And... I had my two older ones. They were young, very young when I had the pits. Yeah. And not once did they react to them. You know, because my my son, especially my son, Mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. he would jump on top of my red red nose, mm-hmm. pull her lips, ride her like if she was a horse, mm-hmm. and she would just allow it. Mm-hmm. You know, when they went to take their naps, they would jump on the bed and curl up with them. Oh, they're the sweetest yeah. breed. I don't care what people say. But they were so protective over them. When people walked into the house, they would mm-hmm. get in front of the kids. Exactly. And they would be like, wait for me to be like, it's okay. Back mm-hmm. up. It's good. And then they would just walk away, lay down. So they can see, like, wherever the kids went, they went. Exactly. You know? and They were pit- used as nanny dogs. Yeah, they're, they're awesome. The they're amazing dogs. It. It's the way you train them. That's the problem. They're so easily trained i feel like they're one of the and i mean maybe somebody else feels uh, differently i'm not a licensed anything i just have done this my whole life and they're the easiest dog i've ever trained in my life and that's the problem you can train them to be one way you can train them to be the other way and all of my pits have been fighting dogs so if they're fighting dogs and same thing when we were kids we don't know any better. We're jumping on our dog. We're smushing her face. I'm shoving my toys in her mouth. Like, I've never been bit by a pit bull, and I'm 26 years old. So my whole life, never been bit by a pit. Yeah. I've been bit by so many other breeds. Never a pit bull. Yeah. Ever. Even the nasty ones I deal with at work. I bathe them. I take care of them. I play with them. Like, And they came emaciated, abused, fighting, lashing at me when they first got there. Still never been bit by one. I, I feel like, and I've, yet again, TikTok, you know, I've seen a lot of videos, you know, and they find a pit that's been abused or whatever, but they have that sad face. And all of a sudden when they start, you know, playing with them, it's like mm-hmm. they get a smile all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. Like they're the sweetest dogs. I feel like people have been born evil, but I've yeah. never met a dog that was born evil. You People you make, make yep. them the problem. Exactly. Um, they're just strong. Yeah. They're just—it's insanely they do strong. Gain, they gain muscle mass so quick. And if you don't fix them by like now, the recommend age, recommended age to get a dog neutered has changed. It used to be around like before a year. Now they're like oh, it used to be younger than that. I mean, now you can kind of get up to a year, so they get a little bit of that testosterone. Yeah, but you don't want too much because they can develop horrible uh, alpha habits, which are just not fun. Yeah. And it means you have to be even more disciplined over them. But, I mean, I've had, we have dogs that work that are not neutered, and they're perfectly sweethearts. Yeah. You just have to nip it in the butt when they're young. And females, they want you to go through their first heat first before you fix them, which also wasn't originally a thing. They wanted you to just get it done ASAP, but now they do want the hormones to go through their body. And it's and really... stunted little baby pups. Yeah, and that, <laughs> but that'll change the size of the dog. Like, the ones at my job that are not fixed they're diesel as hell but if you fix them they won't get that big oh wow I they, know the that. testosterone isn't flowing through their body the same way mm, makes sense can't build their the big cats you see in new britain yeah they're not fixed that's why they're so freaking <laughs> so huge. needless to say anyone that follows rebecca on social media is well aware of all of these sad adoptable puppies mm-hmm. yes i abuse everyone's inbox by you can follow if you're looking to adopt <laughs> dogs the easiest way is you can follow any uh, any of the pounds of the businesses yeah any any of the pounds have social media pages yeah. you know like their pages follow them you can find an awesome awesome dog for follow adoption New britain pound for pups because those are all my dogs yeah <laughs> Let's get off a little. Let's get off subject a little bit, huh? 
It's getting to more. That's your style. Life to life kind of thing, you know. <laughs> That's your style. Divert the topic. Let's go somewhere else. Well, I mean, we got. I mean, we can keep you talking about animals and everything. I, I want mean, to talk about the adoption process. People, let's get to that then. People ask her all the time, and it's like you can follow these pages, you can like them, but how do you adopt a dog? Like, do you have to pass background checks? Like, are they doing home visits? Because I know, like. A lot of places are different. I used it's to volunteer different. at the Humane Society, and they will do home visits. Yeah, they do did. ask you your situations, like all sorts of stuff. Yeah, ours did. We adopted yeah. our puppy, and she's like, "We need a home visit. He doesn't like guys, which anyone that comes here knows." <laughs> no, he's very protective. No, yeah. I mean, everything, everything, every place is different. I know the Humane Society when we got our cat. Um, it took us, I think it took my parents a couple weeks or a few weeks before we even got the cat, you know, yeah, you have um, to apply for a fee. Yeah. I think they applied, they did everything they had to do, make sure that it was a good place for the cat or whatever. Um, but that was, I think that was through the humane society though. Yeah. But what's the process for the pound that you work for? Yeah, it's a lot lighter than that. Definitely, I, I've adopted dogs through a few different agencies, and exactly what you're saying. It's home visits. It's You need to have references. You have to have a vet already. Like, There's a lot of things. If you don't have a fenced-in yard, sometimes they'll deny you. It is not that serious through the pound. We really just want these dogs adopted by good-hearted people, and we'll... You'll call in $5. No, no, it's just 50 flat. 50? Oh. The pound gets me. $5 of that 50 is our donation oh, that we okay. get. That's all we get is five bucks. But we also have a promotion running through New Britain Pound right now where if you go to our dock in East Hartford, if any of the dogs aren't fixed, we'll fix them for free. So that's like two to eight hundred dollars off your plate. Can you take my cat to East Hartford and I'll go adopt no. her? Because <laughs> she's not fixed. You, you have to adopt her for free through us. Can you catch her? That, right? <laughs> Can I set her loose and then you catch her immediately so she doesn't get killed by a car? Yeah. Well, then she'd have to stay there for over two weeks. Oh, that's fine. With and me. then you. <laughs> it's like a vacation okay for me. Right, it's a vacation. Yeah, when dogs and then someone adopts her over you, and you're like, "Damn, <laughs> Damn it, <laughs> I lost my kid's cat." <laughs> but all right, so it's fifty flat. Yeah, it's fifty flat. Um, you're gonna call. We're gonna do um, kind of like at the daycare. We're gonna do an evaluation. We do an evaluation with everybody who lives in your household, including if you have any other dogs, because a lot of our dogs. They aren't ready to be exposed like that, like to other dog yeah. families. My boy Rip, he doesn't like other dogs. He's, I think I've seen it. Is he's it the speckled one. That looks the one like on Snapchat. Dog. Yeah. Okay. He's not he's going to another dog home. That's not happening. Yeah. He, he just can't do it. But other dogs like Handsome. He's been there since Christmas. So if anybody wants Handsome, please come take Handsome. Now, how old are <laughs> some of these dogs? It ranges. Ranges. All the dogs there are roaming so they're picked up we hold them for about two weeks and then we'll post them on pet finder and we send out a bulletin to like the chief of staff and they'll like circulate those images of them you would call we do an evaluation we'll kind of like zillow your house like how you do when you check out neighborhoods and stuff yeah. or whatever yeah. and if you live in a decent area well, that kind of helps us out. And as long as you come in, you get along with the dog. Your dog gets along with the dog. You can come multiple times. Your kids times. get along with the dog. Yeah. You seem like you have some sort of knowledge about dogs. Yeah. You can have that dog. It's not as serious of a process, which is scary and nice at the same time. Now, 
Is it the same way with pits? Because, you know, mm-hmm. the way pits, yeah, same thing. Yeah, and people bring Most the dogs Most of the back, dogs which is in the pound too. are pit bulls. Well, there's certain towns yeah. that don't allow pits. Yeah. I think Wethers- The town doesn't do that. Wethersfield is one of the towns they I probably do the pits. same thing like most of them do. If you live in an apartment, they're like, no. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you can't have this dog. Well, that's the daycare. It, it The problems with daycare is it comes down to politics like everything else. The area is a little higher in the money range, like people be pulling up in those new electric cars and Audis and stuff, and they don't want their poodle around a pit bull because they believe the stupid stigmas. And with insurance, just like how with our apartment, we couldn't own a pit bull. There's sadly because of that stigma, you have to have different insurance, and it's just a higher risk. We have like one pit and a few pit mixes, and that's it. Let that be said that uh, State Farm whoop whoop. Uh, State Farm uh, is one of only a couple companies that aren't breed biased on fire oh, policies really? for liability. Yeah, oh, that's wow. cool. your dog breed matters yeah. in insurance, and they will deny you for homeowners insurance because that's why people you call them staffies. We had a Staffordshire Terrier instead of a pit bull. Yeah, that makes sense now. Hmm. And they're like, "Nope, we will deny you." And I was like, no, we are not breed biased. Look at all this I've stuff had, we're learning today. Huh? I've had well, a, they listen I've had to quite as a an Australian Shepherd me. because if they list them as a blue healer or a different breed of cattle dog, they're people aggressive. are less likely to adopt them yeah. because they're Yeah, aggressive. why is that? He's a herding dog. He, he, he does is, his purpose. Uh, he is a <laughs> nippy mofo by mm-hmm. nature. They're yeah. used to nipping at freaking cows. And I'm like, that's great, but you bite. <laughs> and their anxiety is up here. But they nibble. They nibble more than bite, bite. Zeus is so yeah. funny. He, he knows I'm bite. his alpha. He'll literally put his teeth on me and go, uh, <laughs> pull his lip up, and he's just looking at Drake me. Drake was the same way. And I was like, as soon as it touches my skin, he opens his mouth and goes, uh. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're insanely intelligent. I never trained Zeus to be off leash. He just doesn't go anywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my, Drake was dumb like that, though. His recall is amazing. <laughs> but he was still a pup. Well, that's the thing. He's a puppy. Yeah. He is. Our dog is very hyper, but he is super smart. It was super yeah. easy to teach yeah. him most of the tricks I taught him. Well, before mm-hmm. I got Drake, I read up on him. And, you know, they said they're very smart animals. They're good to train. Um, they're loyal. Mm-hmm. You know, they're good with family and kids. Hella protective. Yes, protective, too. Um, and that's one thing that appealed to me for the Blue Healer. I was like, wow, this, you know, they're they're not, they're not extremely huge. No. And that's a good thing because I so live in a Drake little... was like Chihuahua and whatever. <laughs> he was a pup. <laughs> he was a puppy. I have seen him though recently, and he is actually as big as Zeus now. He's like almost thirty pounds. Yeah, he's yeah. as big as Zeus. Zeus is pretty tiny. I thought he was a medium size. He's got small a big medium, butt. But when I brought him to work, the cattle dogs I work with at that job, they are so much bigger than him. No, but somebody nipped him very young. <laughs> yeah. Right. But, no, they're really good dogs, though. That's- Listen, mm-hmm. great people out here. Go adopt dogs. Yes. Adopt them already. Now, if you would like to go off topic, we can go off topic. Let's go off topic. <laughs> Holla. <laughs> We're done with the dog. I think I'll need more peanut butter for this. <laughs> Just a little. Uh, Just a little is fine with me. You so let's get your inside the relationship a little bit. Hello, my alpha. How are you? <laughs> so in this pack mentality. I just mean in general, like, you're, well, you know. She's the husband, she's the wife, I'm the husband, I'm the wife. Well, I know that. <laughs> you scare me sometimes. Carrying all these concrete bags, like, 
She did that. I'm small. And me and Adrian like, uh-huh, uh-huh, she did that. So, uh-huh. me and right. Renee build things where Rebecca supplies all the supplies. All the heavy equipment, Rebecca grabs them. I build the inside stuff. If I picked up one <laughs> bag of cement, my back would go out. You tried. And I was like, I can't do it. Well, I mean, after working the jobs, that's my dream. I'm going to drink yours, too. Can I have mine? I mean, after working the jobs you work, I wouldn't be surprised if you hurt your back. During COVID, you were, like, lifting refrigerators by yourself. As you well know, it is not about that. Mm. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I slipped a disc when I was, like, 26. Well, yeah, like, a long time ago. (laughs) A long time ago. That's that's 20 years ago. That's the only one that matters. (laughs) Went to the hospital and they're like, 20 years ago, I was like four. So, you are 26 years old. How do you have a slip disc? This is an old man injury. Uh, I'm like, well, I lived life. You see, this one time I almost got stabbed to death. Yeah. But had I not fought this chick for my life, (laughs) I would not be where I am right now. It's a Mm. hidden badge of honor. You survived. Listen, here is a hidden reason. We had a conversation before this podcast started. Rebecca was talking about, you know, humanity and how all these TikTok videos are out and people are recording things like mm-hmm. everything. Like nobody helping anyone in New York. Okay, a guy's bleeding to death on the sidewalk and like a thousand people walk by him. Why? Because you don't want to get involved. You don't know. Gangs chasing him. We don't fucking, have I have no idea what's happening. We just keep moving. That's what we do in New England. That's that's well, how we get that's down. That's more a New York thing a lot, though. Well, yeah, it's, we ignore everything. We are walking with purpose, yeah. and this is not happening around us. And then you go to Maryland with your family, but, and your brother's pulling over like, oh, mow your lawn, little lady. I'm like, yeah. we, don't, we just don't do that here. Yeah, I went down south, and <laughs> my cousin stopped on the way back from the liquor store. We, we were like, let's go get wine for, you know, the wives. We'll we chill. think the old lady's going to trap us in the basement and kill us. And that's this dude is in... Chainsaw massacre. Yeah, that's what we think. Socks and flip-flops. And literally just pulls over. I said, where are you going? You live up the street. Like, we stopped, like, a block from his house. And I look over, and this, like, 70-year-old lady's outside mowing her lawn. And he just pulled over and was like, no, I'm just going to finish her yard for her. And I'm like, yeah. okay. But it's that southern um, hospitality kind of thing. Absolutely. You know, I, it's know I was like, I grew up that way, and then I moved here, and I was like, why? Everyone's so mean. Here is We're different. very mean. Yeah. Especially New York. So. I'm born and raised New Yorker. I know it's real. <laughs> Needless to say, my southern hospitality kicked into that shit. And this crazy chick is talking to herself. It's... And I was like, oh. I was like, I don't know what's happening right now. <laughs> Danger. Danger. Yeah, you Danger. don't tell crazy people to calm down, apparently. Mm. I learned that the hard I way. I learned that too. <laughs> I learned that the hard way too. I think everybody learns it the hard way. That that's crazy. You can't tell. To stab There's not a book knife. on how to not have a psycho Jesus. attack you. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. She pulled out a butcher knife and held it to my neck, and she said, "I will fucking kill you." And I was like, "If you want to kill me, kill me." On some <laughs> stupid bullshit. She literally like half pulled the blade, and I was like, "Yeah, no." Oh, <laughs> stepped back into the wall, grabbed her, picked her up. Was like, oh, you're like no. five two. I picked her up. She had the knife. She went like this. I was like, shit. Tried to slap, I literally grabbed her wrist, tried to slap, like an idiot, I tried to slap this knife out of her hand. I'm like, bam, tried to get her to drop it. That shit went in my thigh. <laughs> I was like, bam, oh, I just stabbed myself. <laughs> I'm like, fuck. So oh now I am God. wrestling this chick for my life. I literally bear hug her, and I'm trying to hold her down. And she is bucking like a wild animal. 
And we were fighting in my like kitchen area to the bathroom and she slammed me into the closet door, but the doorknob hit me like right in my spine and that shit slipped my disc. My fucking spine went to the side and I couldn't feel shit. I literally like fell to my knees. I couldn't even (laughs) hold myself up. I'm like, fuck. She picked up the knife, turns the knife over and starts slamming it like in the back of my head i'm trying to like block my fucking head i had like four skull fractures who is this hoe i'll kill her (laughs) no it's okay rebecca fucking charlie (laughs) oh i thought she was the one that hit you with the vase no that was corinne (laughs) (laughs) that's the other one (laughs) that's the other one i deserve that though (laughs) yeah you did yeah you did (laughs) that one i didn't this crazy bitch was just talking herself and pacing apparently she's schizophrenic and was off her medication i barely knew her she's just fucking insane Point A through Z. Work with dogs. <laughs> fuck humanity. Yeah, I had skull fractures. I was fucking bruised, cut up. I had fucking cuts all over my arms. I stabbed myself in the leg. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't tell the cops that, though, right? Uh, I couldn't. I couldn't even call the cops. She like smashed my phone, and then fucking takes off in her car, and I am bleeding and fucked up. I can barely move, laying on the floor. Like, all right. I gotta go somewhere. Sabrina lived You're one like you block had from me. Cell phones then? That were you walked? My baby mom lived one block from me. I you walked it. over there? Yes. Shut up. I'm a monster, bro. You already Woo! know this. I am bleeding, dragging half my leg. I can barely feel anything. And I go to my baby mom's house. She comes down with my daughter, and they have like glass doors to her building. She comes down, sees me, and goes, Nope, not today. And goes back in her house. So I was like, I can't even blame her. Yeah. I'm like, we broke up, and the bitch I left her for just tried to kill me. And she's like, you know what? I don't care. <laughs> Not my problem. <laughs> Go to the next block. <laughs> thank God there was a fucking payphone at the store. Oh, my. It, thank God for payphones. Facts. Now there are none. Nope. There are no payphones anymore. There was then. I'm thank surprised God. you even say that. I thought she was going to be like, what are payphones? <laughs> all right. I'm not that young. We had payphones in New York until oh, they're like all over three today, years yeah. ago. New York always had them. Ten. No, they were pay phones when I moved up here. You're 15. <laughs> well, then she's getting charged. We should erase oh, this episode. Hold Why up. You call me 15. Hold it was a joke. Said, you were 15 then. <laughs> when they were pay phones. Yeah. Let's not go there. Let's move on. Anyway, moving on. Right? Yeah, no. So, uh, definitely check the chick's meds you're dating at the door. How do you check that without getting stabbed? I don't know. <laughs> That's crazy. You know what? I should have listened to my mama. They tell you all the time, listen to your mom. Hey. My mom met her, and I was, like, smitten, and my mom goes, Angela, that bitch is crazy. My she's mom's like, the same way. She's like, I saw it in her eyes. She's like, I know crazy people. That <laughs> bitch is fucking crazy. And I was like, you're bugging. And she goes, she's fucking crazy. Yeah, my mom's the same <laughs> way. When she met my first girlfriend... In high school, she I invited her over. Like, we you had may dinner. be blind, but that bitch is crazy. <laughs> so I invited her over for dinner one time to for her to meet my mom. I mean, this is my first girlfriend, legit girlfriend that we were going out for a while. And after her mom met her, she was like, "Nene, no, no, Nene, Nene, listen, she's not good." And I was like, "Nah, ma, but I love her." You know, I'm in high school. Yeah. You know, and she's like, "No, that." Mama was right. Yes. She broke my heart. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? She listened to my mama. Yeah, I know. Moms are right. Especially yeah. old school moms. Yeah. They know. Like, they pick it up. My mom's right just like, I am crazy. I'm certifiable. I know those bitches. She's <laughs> like, I've seen that. 
She's like, don't fucks with that. And then she's yeah. like, what I tell you? I couldn't even defend myself. I'm not even going to lie. You already know. I had fucking Nicole and two of my friends. I had people come sleep at my house. I was scared this bitch was going to come back and I couldn't get up off the fucking sofa. <laughs> They're no. like, you need to lay down forever. <laughs> Shit. I mean, my baby mama pulled out nights on me plenty of times. That show was crazy. I went to the hospital and they're like, uh, this is like a 60-year-old man injury. How the, fuck, <laughs> how the fuck are we here right now? You're like 26. What the fuck happened? And I was like, well, you see, I ate a doorknob with my spine and it just kind of... Cut. It went that way. I was trying to vacuum and got stuck on the floor for like an hour with the vacuum cleaner running. I had to call Ezra to come <laughs> from work. I was like, break in my house. Like, Nigga, somebody shut off this vacuum. It's so hot in here. Help me! Help. I know you called me while I was at the casino and told me that I'm like I'm like an hour away. Oh yeah. God! Call your brother. <laughs> still, or you die doing, by the still time. Still be doing I get random there. knockouts. I'm like it's better, but not much. <laughs> I want to know. So, no you guys started going out. You guys met on a online dating app thing. We met on Femme. Yeah, it's a lesbian dating site. Holla for the lesbians. <laughs> But, so... But, just as trash as every other site. I'm not even gonna bullshit. I was like, I went on probably like 40, 50 dates. I had married chicks that didn't tell their husbands they were coming out. Like, what is that? That shit's Um, real. There's crazy people on there. And There's bitches that use their high school fucking glam photo, and then you show up, Mm -hmm. and you're like, holy shit, you're like 300 pounds heavier than your photo? (laughs) Like, don't lie. Catfish. Yeah. Oh, or catfish. Oh, I had a catfish, too. I had an Italian catfish from New York that would never talk to me on the phone. You want to know if they're a catfish? Tell them to call you. Did it come Video with mozzarella? Chat. <laughs> Video chat. Yeah. Video chat. Or even call me. Like, at least you had somebody helping you. But no, I want to see your fucking face. Jesus Christ. You're like, I'm not allowed <laughs> to have People a phone. People do that shit, though. <laughs> what do you mean? She's not lying. I definitely had dates where I was like, oh, we're on the phone. We're chill. Cool. You sound like a person. And they had their girlfriend call. And they're like freaks of nature God and you damn. meet like random dudes instead of the chick you thought you were going to meet like people are creepy you have to do video chat definitely do all of these setup things before <laughs> you go meet some fucking stranger meet in a in weird public. place no hiking <laughs> yeah let's go hiking together yeah you're asking to die bitch at the end of that message it said i would love to become a documentary in five years for your serial status oh my god and i get it like cool hiking is your hobby great on the seventh not date. mine yeah once but, you get to know the people but once you get to know them don't go on camping trips with fucking strangers yeah that's yeah. creepy thank god i'm not online Whew. so i want to know how was the first date we went to Rosie Tomorrow's. So we met at a restaurant in Midpoint, and uh, which I found out later is not Midpoint. You were being very nice. <laughs> That's the kind of person you I am. You drove like forty-five minutes. I drove like fifteen, twenty. That's Angie. Yeah. So hey, I made up for it. I drove like an hour and a half back and forth but, for the next two years. Needless to say, I thought it was halfway, which is why the reaction when I got there is like, I am fucking starving. <laughs> I got out of the car. I was like, hi, nice to meet you. Great. Let's go inside and just kind of walked. And she's yeah. like, you just showed up, bossed me around and then walked. But you have a nice butt. So I followed you. <laughs> she tells me all the she time. She good in boots. We had really good verbal communication we talked that, for though. like a while before yeah. we met up 
Was there the instant click? You go ahead. <laughs> so Rebecca was in love with me. From like oh, day one. I was in love with you from day one. Yeah, she was. Once she saw that ass, she was in love. But uh, I was uh, coming out of my second divorce and crazy mess. So I wasn't really looking for a serious relationship. She does so happen to be what I need. But look at you guys yeah, now. I was fighting bitches off when she was in the hospital. Like, no, I have <laughs> keys to her house. Go away. I did. Like, uh, I had a hysterectomy maybe three months into us officially dating. She was upfront about it, though. Don't make yourself sound like a scumbag. No, we not were very at all. upfront about all of it. We took it very slow. I was until like, you were ready. I don't want to say out, that so. it's anything. I was like, I like hanging out with you, but like, I'm still going through my own shit. So, well, Angie's an honest person. Well, that's what I respected about her. She was pretty bluntly honest off the rip. Oh, my God. So, because Rebecca is my third wife, um, (laughs) not even going to lie, I want to say our second date at the restaurant, I just broke it down. I was like, listen, I'm just going to dump all my shit on the table and get this shit out of the way. So, we don't have to. took me over for my birthday on our second date. I said, we don't have to waste time. I'm just going to tell you this. Like, I got baby mama drama. (laughs) (laughs) I've been married twice. (laughs) Like... Yeah, let me just put all that Might out here. Well. So you I don't mean, have to find it out from someone else. My hope, friends talk too much. Better is I'm like, it, I'm just gonna I never fucking tell you anything from anybody. No, else. I'll just tell honestly you. like, how'd you feel about that with her just throwing everything on the table and you knowing exactly what you're getting it yourself into? It's I mean, I was 19. Yeah. When we met, so it was a lot, but also now like, you made me sound like a scumbag. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Um. No, but it was a lot though. It was a lot, but we kind of filtered in slowly like i met her first wife randomly like it, it kind of like all slowly built she didn't throw me into any type of mom phase with her kid she didn't i met her friends slowly and her family like her friends and family you didn't even did, meet my daughter for like, like six or seven months exactly like nobody liked me when i started because of her exes being who they were like everybody thought i was just another crazy because of how young you were and because of how young i was so of course females had a special issue with that one and uh it was a lot of just kind of ignoring the bullshit. Yeah. And just taking it slow. And I mean, we did have a connection, like, pretty immediate. I th- I think you'd agree with that. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. I think we had a connection faster, so I kind of stuck did. around. There's no, no, but listen. We did, and like I said, three months in. I um, went with her to court to divorce her second wife, so. I, Damn. you know, in three Bad months. Love. And we were dating. Yeah, I, was, I wasn't even divorced yet. Um, because Separated. My, my, my ex-wife was evading the divorce proceedings. I couldn't have her served because I couldn't fucking find her to <laughs> her. I was like, fucking divorce me. <laughs> um, no, but, uh, yeah, no, like. Three months in, like, I trusted her enough to, like she said, when I went for my surgery, I gave her keys to my house. First date was March, the week of St. Patrick's Day, and keys was April. Stay at my house, (laughs) and I was like, and then come bring me breakfast. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, this bitch could have robbed my whole house, and I was in the hospital. (laughs) That's not bad. I mean, you guys have been going strong, you know, and... That southern hospitality just kicking back in. (laughs) Bread into me. But even even me, I mean, I spent a lot of time with you guys, you know. 
I do. You get full force of my wrath, so. I do. But you know, honestly, though, like. No, I do. <laughs> she does. Well, you get the wife force. He gets the, what are you doing here? What do you want yeah. to be here for? <laughs> but honestly, like, you guys are good for each other. We travel. We love life. I do love life. I love music. Yeah. She deals with my bullshit. I deal with her bullshit. And, and that's a compromise. Figure it out. I told you, that's the only tape we have fucking left. <laughs> why are we talking about tape? <laughs> why, why Why is tape part of the conversation? Oh, because I was looking for that tape this morning. That's why No I one knows what's like happening me. but you. Oh, sorry. <laughs> right, this is... Yeah, sorry. So, after so many dates, everything, you guys... She took make me it. to Watkins Glen for a weekend trip and asked me out. And we started dating. Then. Yeah, we started officially dating on June 3rd in Watkins Glen, New York. Because she told me about some date she was going on and some hookups she was hooking up with. And I was like, I'm pretty sure you're done hooking up with other people. <laughs> you're mine. Yeah. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> well, She's always had bigger balls than me. <laughs> Do you like me? Check yes or no. <laughs> that, that too. That too. <laughs> a meme. She sent me a, Snapchat. on Snapchat a fucking meme. And I didn't know what she was saying at first because she also asked, Do you want to go get beer? Yeah. <laughs> so I didn't know what I was answering to. So then after we got beer in the middle of nowhere, she asked me in the car. And I, I was like, like So you didn't oh, answer no, my question? Hold on, hold on, hold on. First off, you're asking her if you want to get a beer. You don't drink beer, girl. We drink in New bitch York, beers. they only sell bitch beer at the fucking supermarket. And we really in the middle liquor. of fucking nowhere. Watkins Glen is like upstate, upstate It's like New five York. hours from here. God. We had to go to a grocery store to buy bitch beer because nothing was open. That's like, um, what's that? Where did I move to again? Oh, where you went in New York? Yeah. No, it was like Rochelle or... New Rochelle? Well, New Rochelle is not upstate New York at all. No, it was up, upstate. Oh. I don't remember. Did you go past Albany? I was near, um... Schenectady? Buffalo, New York. Buffalo, oh, yeah, Buffalo? you're over where my brother goes to school. Yeah. You're yeah, over Yeah, I was there. up there almost. Um, if you're not by the college, it's that's like far. Or two. That's far, though. There was a little past Albany up there, yeah. Yeah. Woof. God. But look at you guys now, though. Married. She's the first person that I've been able to travel with and not want to kill mostly in the car on the way there, so... <laughs> feel lucky <laughs> what i like music i feel like she was chill with me when she wanted to take me to a joan jett concert and i knew who that was yeah because i love joan jett that's my story i'm sticking to it i was like we're going to this concert and our first concert was joan jett in, in boston. boston and she's like bet i'm in and i was like wait what <laughs> you didn't ask me who the fuck that is I know 30-year-olds that ask me who the fuck that is. I'm about to ask right now. Who the hell is that? Oh, my God. <laughs> Damn it. I love rock and roll. Oh, that's them? Yeah. Joan Jett. Joan Jett oh, I didn't hearts. know that. I just know the song. <laughs> yeah, that is by Joan Jett. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. That's awesome. Music and taking life in stride. So how long after that, all of a sudden, you guys start going out, whatever, and We everything. did long distance for like, like a year yeah, and a half. Year. Okay. A year and a half. I moved in in August of 2018. That's to when our, you moved to, to Connecticut? To our first apartment. Okay. Together. I know I met you in 2020. Goddamn, really? Oh, yeah, because she was at Nozomi yeah. during yep. COVID. Right? That's when I was working there. Right? It was 2020? Huh? Yeah, because I knew who you were, but I didn't meet you until right before she was leaving. Yeah. So, it was a couple years after you moved to Connecticut. Mm -hmm. All right. How was the proposal? She, she asked me to marry her twice as well. 
<laughs> Did you tell them you lost the first ring? Yes. Oh, shit. Okay, so, so it, but the proposal was cute. Even though I told her specifically I don't want to be asked to be married on any holiday, she gave me a box with a really cute note in it with an engagement ring on Christmas. And then in April, she asked me to marry her again. Because you didn't want the Christmas one, and you lost the ring. Okay, but I lost the ring while doing house chores, and my fingers are a size 5, and she got me a size 6. Oh, and so it flipped completely out. fell Six off. Six is the smallest adult size. <laughs> I had to order her second She's ring. child 5. Child okay. 5. I know your, your fans can't see this, but if this will come off my fucking finger... Oh my god, that's like Mila. I can't even put that on my pinky finger, bro. Like, I had to try her engagement ring on my pinky finger, and I was like, okay, this is nice looking. But look, I cared about the ring. I went dumpster diving for this fucking ring. Well, hold on. I want to know what happened. So, the first one in December, on Christmas, Mm -hmm. you said no? No, I said yes. Oh. She's like, why you ask me twice? I don't know. I was like, ah, I just want to make sure you're serious. Plus, you <laughs> she know, asked Christmas. me on April 26th, the second time, and we came home, and we actually were kind of, like, fighting that day, too. And I, like, went in the room. I was having my own little hissy fit. And I was like, why is... Because we had a one-bedroom apartment. Allie was sleeping, like, in our living room. And I came back out, like, why the fuck are these two still up? Because she had just, like, had her play. Yeah. And the two of them are singing A Million Dreams, uh, sung by Pink from The Greatest Showman, to me and she re asked me to marry her and i'm like i don't know how i would ever say no to that because you're fucking adorable <laughs> let's ask a serious question to angie real I'm quick dreams bitch so at this point you already knew this is who you want to be with i feel like i have enough experience to say yes <laughs> <laughs> no that's i mean i'll honest, take that as a full yes honestly <laughs> honestly Asshole. my opinion you guys are perfect for each other I know you. I know you guys go with your ups and downs, your arguments, whatever. Well, we argue because we care about each other and we're learning each other. Because you're never done learning each other. No, like, I don't never. care what people say. If you don't fight, you're not actually in your relationship. That's where I was gonna go with. There's always argument in a relationship, but as long as you guys can fix that and move forward, regardless, it's always gonna be good. I don't care how uh, whatever we fought about. I've never wanted to leave her. Yeah. Why would you? It's like a romance you're perfect, movie. My love. <laughs> it's I like a rom com. I love it. It's <laughs> making me cry. <laughs> you have the perfected catch of this. Had you been my first wife, I could see leaving. I me. probably would have been my you. sex wife. Sex, second wife. Damn, sex wife. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the keypads shifted the board. It's all good. The sex wife. The six. No, wife. that's me. <laughs> I could see that, but you know, I have learned and loved. But that's fair enough. I mean, you have your life was pretty difficult, so yeah. Well, you learned lessons the hard way, and you were dealing with me growing the fuck up my damn self. So, yay! <laughs> I mean, I feel like we're pretty fair growing up with each other. Yeah, no. I, I don't mean... care how old you are, like. I am a giant 12-year-old in a 40-year-old's body. (laughs) Yeah, but you you lived and learned. You've gone through a lot of shit. I have the benefit that I don't look 40. 
You don't. My you my like friends that are my <laughs> age and thirty are like, how is their life? life insurance today? Telling them, and I was like, you know, now that I'm forty, my rate's pretty decently high, and the sooner you get life insurance, the cheaper it is. And he goes, holy shit! His wife goes, you are not fucking forty. You're like <laughs> yep. thirty. Another fact why we're having a Milano baby because I'm giving them half a chance. <laughs> Did you say Milano? Like, like the, the cookies? cookies? Yeah. <laughs> that's, what, that's what Pedro said is the term now. So I the thought Milano. We were now that's what you, you say. I too. am not a cookie. <laughs> I don't know. You may be a cookie to her, though. Right. I know. I was like, am I allowed to make that joke? Uh, yeah. It's well, a podcast. <laughs> you can say what you want. We're explicit. Explicit <laughs> content for non-sensitive viewers. Yeah. yeah, right? This is actually good, though. Like it is this. good, right? Mm. Yeah, this is good. So, I did ask her to marry me afterwards. Wait, you asked her, too? Mm-hmm. I felt like it was only fair. I got wait, no print. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on, no. hold on, hold on. I made Story her a time. puzzle, and she had to find all the puzzle pieces, and we were going to go to Rosie and tomorrow's. it's missing one. Yeah, it is. Well, <laughs> she even gave it to me. The puzzle piece is missing because it's at Rosie Tomorrow's, and I was going to have them bring out a dessert and, like, sing her a song and, like, give her the last piece. So you guys never went? We never ended up going because, like, it was just, there was, like, traffic and shit. Like, it just wasn't happening. So we went out for sushi, and then I gave her the ring afterwards. So, she didn't get as romantic of a fucking thing, which I feel bad about, but... <laughs> but, hold on. Why did you propose? Because I just thought I should. Why, though? She already proposed. Because, like... She's like, we're both chicks. <laughs> yeah, I don't see how this is working. You are not the boyfriend. Yeah, well, well that too, because, like, I'll give her my jacket if she's cold, but then she's lifting the heavy shit. Yeah. My wife buys me flowers regularly. Yeah, that's adorable. And you open the pickle jar for me to make your sandwiches. <laughs> yes. Well, you like pickles? I love pickles. Mm. She's also a way better cook than I, so I fail on that wife That job. we do know that. That's hers. <laughs> that we do know. <laughs> hey, you haven't had my good cooking. That flank steak I made on Valentine's Day was fucking delicious. She told me about it. That shit was good. She was like, yo, that shit was bomb. I was like, nice. I'm learning. She's teaching me ways to do better with cooking. I cook well, like awesome. a college student. Broke. <laughs> <laughs> She's oh, like, the way I live. Ramen for dinner. I'm like, what? <laughs> That's I made, the way I live. I made her a pasta dinner, and it actually came out good. But all it was was pasta, and she's like, "There's nothing else." <laughs> I'm like, "What's there... a balanced meal?" <laughs> there any meat going on with this? <laughs> I said, "Let me tell you how to balance a meal. There is no vegetables in this. There is no yeah. meat. There is nothing. This is not a meal." Where's the side? Where's the salad? Where? Where is anything the else? Side? What do you mean? <laughs> You got pasta with pasta, girl. All right? Exactly. Eat up. <laughs> Eat your cars. We're taking a nap. <laughs> we need that nap. <laughs> but listen, uh, I want to say from a relationship standpoint, from going from crazy to content, uh, communications, what matters. We talk about it all the time when we were talking about good relationships versus bad ones before. Yep. Communication matters. Having things in common matters. Like, we both have passions for things. Obviously, you are attracted to my dog whisperer skills. Since <laughs> it is true, though. I took her to work, and she had never met the dogs at my other job in New York before. And when she sat down on the steps, they all just surrounded her and sat there. And I like, like the what Noah of these animals. You're a jo- and even if, even if I don't like, the, like, I, I am not a big fan of cats. Well, cats like you because they're assholes, and, and I know like, you don't like them. 
literally I will sit at anyone's house and all of a sudden your animals are all over me. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm allergic. I don't know why these things are touching me. She tried so hard when she met my mother to not slap the shit out of her cats. <laughs> she was trying so hard. I was like, oh let God. me remove these Is that, is that why you guys haven't been to my house lately? Because I have a pussy cat. <laughs> I mean, I like the cat. I love my cat. I just have to Bucks. shower before I go oh, near her Bucks when I'm with cats. With cats, and I am super allergic to them. You are though. But you said some key points there, though. Relationships, you need communication. Work. I mean, we've said it before. We said I mean, it they're all times. work. <laughs> well, we're yeah. also at the six year point, so we've like gotten through the ringer with each other, and we're like, all we're right, past the honeymoon let's work stage <laughs> of where it's all you know, sex and hahas, and mm-hmm. then you got to work on the real stuff, and the real stuff requires long term goal realization, and communication, and all of the things that matter. Yeah, trust everything. I mean. Yeah, <clears throat> at the end of the day, communication is the big. I think communication is the biggest one. Trust, Agreed. loyalty, all mm-hmm. the other stuff comes with it too. It all goes into one word. Yeah, exactly. Just it's, be a, it's one big circle. And the honesty starts with everything. Like, yeah. If you're not happy, say you're not happy. Don't let yeah. that shit fucking pen up and then there's all this extra stuff because then it's coming out wrong. Yeah. Yeah. And you guys are getting snarky with each other. Like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> like, just get <laughs> nah. to the root of the problem and talk about it. And yeah. I think that's where... And I'm just going to bring my past with it because that's that was our problem with me and my baby moms. We didn't have the communication. Yeah, you have to read into situations. Like, am I reading this right? And it's not and, like, easy either. It's not. She'll read something that I read totally <laughs> different, and then it's an argument. But, I mean, you have to, like, ask, what was your yeah. take of it? What was that fucking movie we watched where it was the three different situations? Like, the oh, different viewpoints? When they did the, oh, shit, I can't remember the name. It's of with the Matt movie. Damon, uh, the, oh, what the fuck is his name? In a nutshell, this girl gets assaulted, and it's her version Another guy's version, who's her husband, and then the actual guy who assaulted her's version. And they're all totally different. Exactly. Why does that sound so familiar? Because I think you, you it. recommended it to you us. Did. Hmm. I recommend it a lot. Well, it's it's like a back in the day, like, knights in armor fucking movie. Yeah. Mm. And they're like, all three of their perspectives are totally mm-hmm. different. The husband's like, my wife's a hussy, you know, she let him on, whatever, this, that, and the third. The other dude's like, yup, she totally wanted it, we were and in she's some like, secret love, no. love <laughs> relationship, all this other shit. And her perspective is, sh- her husband treats her like shit, mm-hmm. and the guy fucking assaulted her, and she is like a victim in yep. her version, and I'm like... And every person just saw it different, and I'm like... And, and that's life, that's though, life. no matter what. It is. Yeah, I mean... So and, understanding. People need to get that understanding and that will to give it their all. Yeah. And you have to want to. Like, Andy knows a lot about my past with my baby moms. I know you don't, not much. But it was kind of the same, similar thing. You know, I've always been the bad guy in, the, in, the, in her story, yeah. Virgin, and I allow it. It's whatever to me. People are going to see me the way they want to see me, you know? Not caring about what other people have heard about you without your side of the story is actually a hard pill to swallow. It is, but you know what? Because you know it's not your reputation. I live that life. Yeah. (laughs) People hate my name, don't even fucking know me. Yeah. Yeah. I've literally never met you. You don't know me. And even before, like, when me and her broke up prior to other situations, like... Your baby mom. Her friends, guy friends... Would be mad at me, and I'm like, I don't even know you, you know. But at the end of the day, 
Well, see, the thing is, guys have that Captain save a Like, mm, the thing we were watching last night. It's it's sad, but it's true. You get one chick playing victim in a room full of guys. You'll get a whole room full of guys like, let's go kill them! Yeah. Let's let's assault them! And that's we don't we, even know the dude! And that's just because like, she says one thing. Yeah. But that, then in All the Queen's Men, she said one thing, got this dude involved in a possible murder, she and she was like, beat kill herself up. my baby father, and this dude had cameras in his fucking house. This bitch was hitting herself with the door to the fridge, and the dude oh. went there. And still playing <laughs> <laughs> the dude went there to fucking kill him and saw him watching the video and he's like, What is this? And he's like, I don't fucking know. I'm watching the I've been like, through that. I've been through he that. He almost killed the dude. Narcissistic was like, psychopath. Yo, the chick is shit. crazy. Like, I've been through it. Like, I've been to the point where I'm like, What are you doing? And she's over here like punching herself. I'm like, What the hell's going on? It's real. It is you know real. it. But, oh, I know. My first, my first, fa- my, my daughter's mother, I was like, same shit. We're fighting. She runs in the bathroom. I hear her smashing shit all over the place. She cut herself up in there. The fucking neighbors called the cops. I was like, listen, bitch, I'm going to go to jail. Yeah. Like, I was outside this door the whole time. But it doesn't matter. Oh, they don't give a fuck. No. They show up and they're like, you, you, come with us. Yep. I was like, I have to go. The police are coming. Basically. See, at the end at the end of everything Probation, bitch. I gotta get the fuck up out of here. For me, I always communicated with my moms. Always. Even till even till now that I'm not with her, I still communicate. Trying. Oh well, yeah, trying. My best I can. But I've always communicated my emotions, my feelings. You and are about a every ass dude. I know you watch more com- uh, romance Rom-coms. things than we do. Whoa, we don't <laughs> even speak this out loud, okay, guys? Yeah, <laughs> but yes, I do love rom coms. There's nothing wrong with it. I'm not saying men can't be into that. No, it, that's the thing. I am an emotional person. You know, I do watch a rom com and I do cry. Men should be confident in their own feelings and be allowed to express it, same as women. And I'm not. I'm not. Just have to raise everybody to respect yeah. each other from the beginning, and none of this fucking sexist bullshit. But it always comes down to communication with I your agree. partner, you know, and that thing, that feeling of one person communicating, especially that person that communicates. And not being heard at all. Exactly. And it. that shit just sucks. It's the worst feeling ever, you know, and I don't know. I mean, at the end of the day, you guys communicate however you guys communicate, but you guys communicate, you know. Nobody's perfect. We've no. had our problems. But it's like just... you said before. I care about her to the point that I'm not going to give in because I want to find out how I can better it to not repeat hurt her again. Well, yeah, that too. But I was going to say, um, like you said, you're always learning. You're still learning oh, no you're matter what. Oh, you're never done learning. I don't care exactly. how fucking old you are. You know, like, you may end up liking reading books and she wants to watch a movie. But you guys might come down to a compromise where you're reading your book and she's watching a movie. Oh, is that the first year watching movies? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm but. starving, so y'all gonna have to wrap this shit the fuck up. All right. Well, we're, I guess we're done now. <laughs> all right, guys. Thank you for listening. Thank you, Rebecca. For Adopt being on fucking a... pound dogs God and breeds that people don't aggressive. want. Aggressive. <laughs> it has to be aggressive because people go straight to the common breeds and the things that are popular on Instagram. The Is there a new Britain Instagram, Snapchat, anything? On Facebook, they have New Britain's uh, pound. Pup, now I can't think of it. Pound for puppies or something. I don't remember now. Hold on. Give me two seconds. Well, if anything, just send it to Angie. Have her send it to me. And then I'll post it on the Instagram. Pound. All right. Well, guys, thank you for listening. And we'll see you guys later. Holla!
Bye.